Hello listeners, today I bring to you the very most creative person in the entire cosmic universe, the most loving individual I've ever met in my whole life, our very great friend, Tyler Cobb. An amazing thinker with a very creative mind who has an ability to articulate what everyone is thinking in a clear and concise way which makes me respond back to him in a very unclear stoner way thoughts and ideas that Tyler brings with him never fail to make me think five more times about something I've only thought of once or twice thinking I have discovered everything there is to discover about something or thinking I understand everything Tyler adds an extra layer to mindfuck anybody he comes in contact with Tyler loves movies and would like to create one one day which we get all into on the very walking home podcast you are listening to right this moment if you haven't already subscribed to us on everything like our post share with your friends donate money to my cash app so that i can continue paying for my cat to have english lessons so that he can one day join us on the walking home podcast uh, eventually he'll be able to learn more more words than he already does he has a very generic uh, vocabulary right now but I think through progression if the English tutor is not scamming me we will one day experience my cat Osiris speaking full sentences on this very walking home podcast so if you'd like to fund that research that we have going on um, go ahead and do that and it will be used for those purposes and those purposes only all of that being said, here's my weekly PSA to not do white powders and love everyone like they are your little cat that runs crazy when recording podcasts and knows sentences in English. Love everyone the same. Wash your ass and wash your feet. Enjoy listening to this podcast. I love Tyler, and he loves you, and we love everyone. Tyler Cobb, what are you? I am Tyler. Like, just simply, I'm me. What are you here to do? I am here to talk about things and get asked questions, maybe? Yeah, maybe not so much get asked questions, but maybe start with a couple good questions and see how it goes, right, man? Yeah. So, what's your purpose in life? What do you feel like you're here to accomplish? feel like I'm here to accomplish something that like I kind of like to look around I kind of like to get to know people 
And a lot of times I feel like whenever I look around, hey, I can show these people something that I see. And that's why I want to make a movie. <laughs> because it's like, I see this. I want to show other people this or something very similar to it. So it can get them to feel something. Right. And I also am just an observer of, like I said, I look around a lot. I watch what people do and guess it's a little nosy, but it's like, I just like to see how people work around and do things on their own. And whenever they also do it with others, it's just like very cool how cooperative people can be. But also some people just don't want to do at that moment. <laughs> right. Whenever I feel like getting inspired for a movie, I think of like the way other things make me feel and making movies based off that. And like kind of how like musicians get inspired by other like music. Yeah. And I feel like you could make something, you can make a movie off like an album. Cause like the Beatles white album makes me feel like a movie would. And then you could take those emotions and try to play them throughout a movie, you know? And what's crazy is like, there's literally those movies that are like, hey, Pink Floyd The Wall released one of their albums into a movie. And then the Beatles had Yellow Submarine, the movie. Yeah. And so it's like, they literally do that sometimes to the point right. where it's literally the words of the songs in a movie. And then mm -hmm. there's other times that they like do do that. <laughs> do do. But <laughs> they do do that off of like, just their feels and stuff like I don't remember what movie it was but it was like really crazy weird movie that did not make any sense and somebody's like oh yeah I had just listened to this album by Kanye West and it's like did you listen to him or no and then they're just like no yeah they just said it's like just hearing his name made them feel a way so they made a movie off of how his name <laughs> like what the fuck like okay right so what would you want to, what emotions would you want to get out of a movie? What do you like seeing out of a movie and what would you like to make out of a movie? I guess that it's like, I like intellect in movies a lot. So it's like weird because I just feel a lot because I sometimes don't feel like I'm smart, but I also feel very smart. So it's like, I like whenever a movie makes me feel something about my intellect. Mm-hmm. And I also like to see people be real with themselves. And yeah. it's like, are they doing that by being the funniest person alive? Are they doing that by being super serious about something? Because it's like, I see people take this world very literally. Right. And then other people don't. And I guess that I'm kind of like in a middle spot right now. And it's like, I like seeing how different people can take it. Because mm. it's like, in the movie, just however the realist actors being like that good at acting it's because they're being the realist yeah so that's cool i like real yeah so you like movies that kind of make you learn something and then also like have the emotion that normal people would feel too rather than like some type of fictitious like love story with the like love triangle cliche stuff you know yeah, basically it's just like, okay, this person is like making it seem like they're very realistic mm -hmm. instead of something that's like, oh, ha, ha, look, he kissed that girl and then he kissed that girl. It's like, I like to see something that shows somebody that would actually do that. Like, yeah. Their acting just seems not at all acting. Right. 
it's weird lately that that's what I'm into though because I used to laugh at every single movie. <laughs> now I'm like I laugh at something that's somebody being really good to the point where it doesn't seem like they're acting. Yeah. So I guess this kind of relates to the movie that you brought over today for us to watch possibly later. The Dazed and Confused. And how much how much of watching that movie played a part in you wanting to make a movie? And what do you see out of that movie that you love so much? Okay, so I've watched a few of this guy's movies and his name's Richard Linklater and he's just a guy that like knows how to get actors to be like real no mm. matter what they're doing. Like this movie, a lot of the people in it are young kids that are about to graduate or somewhere in like their high school, middle school phase. And it's just like some of them are just nervous about talking to a girl. Some of yeah. them are like just smiling because they're high as can be. Other ones are just like, oh man, for some reason I'm taking this thing that's like basically worthless, basically pointless to me living my life, but it's bugging me anyway. Yeah. And then you just see the ones that are so pent up and don't know who they are at all too. And all of the actors in it just seem like they're not acting. Like I said, it's like, that's what I like. And it's that guy that directed that can do that like wherever like he can do it somewhere over here on the spectrum yeah where it's like this person's just being dumb as can be and like that's what they would actually be like probably if they mm. weren't acting but that's the thing they are so they're just that good yeah and then it's like i've also seen him do that with people that are questioning like a marriage in a different movie he made that one was before midnight and mm -hmm. it's like these people are having marriage problems and just they're just so mad at each other it's like he can make them act like they just seem like a real couple. Like you feel like you're in that room with them and it's claustrophobic and sucks. Yeah. But then he has another movie that's in the earlier parts of that trilogy. And it's like them whenever they're in the twenties, just falling in love. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like it's how people would actually fall in love. Yeah. So it's like he makes it where actors seem real. And I love that. And that's what I want to do someday, but I'm still trying to figure out how to make any actor act any type of real that, is like the real I felt from something that inspired me, like a movie, a TV show, a music video, or just music in general, like you said earlier. Yeah. Music, just, oh, I don't know what it is, but this makes me feel something that I want to be able to show. Right, yeah. It's like, like you want everyone else like, to be able to feel that emotion too and, like, understand it the way you're understanding it by listening to that song or whatever. Yeah. The movie, watching that movie. Yeah, like... I'm a very visual person, so it's like I get to the point where I can't really see music, but it's like I can tell what that makes me feel. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, and maybe if I play that with something that's visual, it'll get that person that same exact feeling. Right. Yeah, because I always thought it would be cool to just like you as a director make a movie off an album that you listen to and kind of make scenes for every song or like, it has to be like a really good album though, you know what I mean? Cuz not very many albums really play out like that. It's like you have to be making a masterpiece album for it to play out as a complete album. Yeah. And so many albums that come out now are just like, you know, singles or yeah, different types of songs. They don't really follow a theme. Yeah, and uh, like and it has to be an album that follows a theme and kind of goes like up and down with the emotions, you know, kind of like Fleetwood Mac yeah, and rumors. Cause that that's albums a lot like the Beatles albums, the last two, 
where they were splitting up too and kind of making music at the same time but being kind of like resentful and yeah like like mad at each other the whole time you know yeah like if you ever listen to the final cut by pink floyd that album is crazy because it's yeah at that point roger waters had basically been like this is my band and you guys are just doing what i tell you to like it went from being a band that's like hey we're singing a song on what becomes our most popular album about how money can like mess you up it's like get away from me but then later he becomes that crazy that he's like this is my band you guys do this music only not anything you write yeah and oh also since you're my other singer you sing all the lyrics and i just play on the bass which is like kind of simple instrument but like he's also a pro at it so he's like i'm doing nothing while yeah. i can do everything it's like oh wait actually no i'm gonna sing all the songs you can sing one yeah it's like, he just got so selfish and it's like but i still like his music yeah <laughs> he just got selfish but when you can listen to an album and kind of like visualize the stories they're trying to tell that's whenever you can feel the emotion the best you yeah. know and it's weird because it's like different for everybody like and also everybody has such variety and taste now because it's like somehow an artist can communicate that message and another artist can communicate that same message but in a different way because i think that ultimately things are very simple because we all really like the same things yeah but we also like different things so it's like oh but deep down if we're all one thing kind of because they're like we're all one world we're all one universe we're all one so it's like somehow we're all one but we all like things that sound different look different feel different but ultimately it's like wait we like to feel different but we Mm. also like to feel the same because we both like to feel okay right now my strongest emotion i think the strongest emotion is whatever we want to feel and most of the time that's good right most people want to feel good like deep down everybody wants to feel good mm-hmm. and whatever their good is might be vastly different than mine but we all want to feel good so i think whatever makes them feel the most good is the same thing but in a different way like you listen to a country song i listen to some heavy metal rap screamo song <laughs> that makes us feel the same thing so that's our one thing that makes us in common we both like something that's ultimately somehow the same because we're all that one we all want that one thing (laughs) that same feeling right and for some reason we just keep going against each other thinking that it's like a different feeling than it really is yeah we just try we're all going different directions and sometimes we do that on purpose and sometimes we do that on accident and that's when it sucks because it's like oh I wanted you to feel good. I wanted to feel good, but I didn't know how to communicate with that with you because right now I'm glad you're here with me, but I suck at expressing that I'm glad you're here with me. Yeah. And then it's just like we kind of lose sight of that because it's like we all want that good feeling, but we don't know how to perfectly accept others whenever they don't want mm-hmm. us to feel that good. But we also don't know how to perfectly like not accept people when they don't want that. So it's like that's why you have friendships because it's like, hey, this thing makes me feel good. Somebody else feels good by that same thing. Let's be friends. Yeah. And then some people are like, well, that's too much. Or I can give you more of that because I have more stuff in common. Mm-hmm. So it's like friendships evolve from like art. Friendships evolve from wanting to feel good based on like a movie or a show or just some form of something that somebody created. Yeah. 
And that's what's crazy is it all boils down to creation. And, like, everything has to be created first to be enjoyed or perceived as an emotion. Even, like, you as a human, you have to be created by something first to be able to, like, experience this weird type of feeling. And, like, some people would just say that not ever being able to completely show that love or agree with everyone would just be like natural human struggle of what comes along with being a human you know yeah but there's so many of us now that like everybody's different but everybody's the same because everybody like i've been saying wants to feel good yeah but like everybody wants to be alone when they want to be alone everybody wants to be with somebody when they want to be with somebody and however much they want to be with somebody is different because it's like up to them (laughs) but you also have to like know that you want things too that would make you feel good but you can't be selfish about it Mm -hmm. because whenever it's like i want to feel good right now and i want that to make me feel good it's like that's when it's bad because we shouldn't want we shouldn't desire really we should just try and like exist in our most comfortable state which is whatever we feel like is that like there's some people out there that feel like I just want to exist and be naked and I want to be calm about it. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the people that have it wrong that are like, I want to be naked and I want to be crazy and evil about it. So it's yeah. like, I, I want to be naked, but I want to go into Walmart and <laughs> yeah, shoot five like, people yeah, while like, I do it. <laughs> yeah, like, this world is just full of people that like deep down, everybody could be good. Everybody could be nice. Everybody could be this. But, like, this world can't be perfect because nobody knows how. Yeah, but it's, like, fucking crazy because you got to realize that even the dude that goes into a high school or a Walmart or anything and does some crazy shit like that, they're still doing what they want to do, like, deep down inside of them. And it's just, like, it's not their fault. It's just that we are not, like, us. But it is their fault because they're being selfish. So it's yeah, like it's, if you weren't being selfish and you were doing something else to make yourself feel good. Right. So if they were less selfish, for sure. But, I mean, part of being, uh, you know, selfish is, like, society failing them as a whole to make them feel that way. Like, they have to be selfish that's in the thing is, this type of world. That's why we have to be... We can't really do it because nobody wants to. Nobody knows how. Yeah. is like, that's what perfection is in a way, is everybody being perfectly selfish and selfless yeah everybody has to have those two things perfectly in sync Mm -hmm. but i think that it's probably impossible because nobody knows how to do that anymore yeah it's just like fucked by now (laughs) yeah and just nobody knows how to be because nobody wants to be and there's also billions of us yeah (laughs) maybe more if they do find life somewhere else because people are trying to do that and everyone just like you don't think about the people across the world in China or Japan Dude, and, you know, you don't think people, about them and what they want. You only think about the few that you know. Because, yeah. like, think about it. Oh, I know this person. I know this person. Where are they? Oh, they could be over there. They could be over here. But most people that you know, there's only a handful or maybe two, like, in a huge hand. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, I know a person or two everywhere. Maybe. But how many people in the same area do I not know? How many faces can I look around and not recognize? Yeah. And then like somehow my brain remembers them and puts them in my dreams because our brains are crazy whenever they're conscious. Yeah. 
So what do you what do you think a brain is? What because some people think of life as just uh your the way you're experiencing it and like all the sensations you can get while living this life is just caused by your brain and like once your heart stops stops providing that power to the brain and the electricity of the brain power is gone or whatever. They, that's when like atheists would come and say that's just when your life ends but what do you think is do you think the brain is like a conductor or something from a higher energy that's the thing is like I've said I'm trying to accept death right now and that's exactly what that is is kind of being like I don't really know at this yeah. moment and I think that no matter what like you said life is a sensation life is a trip and I think that what it is is hey the reason I'm here Okay, I'm trying to accept that right now. Yeah. That's where I'm at. So it's like, I don't know. Right now, I don't know. Because that's really difficult to figure out whenever I've gone through <laughs> what I've gone through in the last long time. Yeah. And so, as I'm trying to figure that out, I know that it's like, on the other side of it, there's something, but mm. there's nothing. So I'm very agnostic right now because it's like, oh, it's something or it's nothing. And then it's like, how many somethings could it be? Distractions. Like, yeah. lots of stuff. Or it could be nothing. And it's like, okay, so life's a trip, and I'm trying to explain it to Mason, trying <laughs> to explain it to Daniel, trying yeah. to explain it to Kitty. <laughs> we're all just trying to explain what life is to each other. Like, that's what we're trying to do is, I'm trying to tell you what life is to me. Yeah. You're trying to tell me what life is to you. You're trying to do the same thing. We're all just like, hey, what is going on? What is life? Like, listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> but we also want to hear what other people have to say. Yeah. And sometimes we want to hear that from less people. Sometimes we want to hear that from more people. Sometimes we want to hear more from less people and less from more people. We're yeah. all just trying to communicate, but we want to be not alone. So it's like, hey, I'm trying to communicate to you that I'm living right now and then one day I'll die. Right. How am I trying to explain that? In a way that makes sense to you a little bit, maybe. Right. Or maybe it makes more sense to you. Because we're all living and we're all just like, holy crap. Right. I'm not alone experiencing whatever is going on. This weird distraction. All this stuff. Like, oh, look, there's something smaller. Oh, there's something bigger. And it's like, oh, I'm about to watch this movie. That's a distraction because you know that something bigger is going on. Right. And what's that bigger thing is we're dying. We're getting towards the end of whatever life is. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but here's a tiny distraction. Or, oh, I can get a house in a few years. That's a big distraction. Right. Ultimately, whatever we're on is just a trip. And we're all trying to have either hope or just be hopeless. And right now, I'm just in the middle of where I'm at. I don't know. I'm going to think about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, when, like, when it comes to it, I'll accept it. But when, for now, it's just like, okay. Yeah, if this is what you want me to see, you know? <laughs> You're kind of just, like, strapped in for the ride, you know? Yeah, I think that it's, like, if we're alive and we're just literally on just a drug right now in, like, the cosmos or something bigger that we don't understand because we're all just living, or if it's, like, oh, I wake up in heaven and I see everybody just being, like, what's up? I missed you. Like, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what it is. And yeah. I hope that nobody will hate me for that. And I love everybody that I love. And if you don't love me after me saying anything, then 
I hope that we can get along again someday. <laughs> like, yeah. I yeah. think the answer is black holes. Black holes? Yeah. I feel like the reason they think that is because it's something that they don't understand, which is probably whatever death is. Yeah. They talk about they just absorb and don't know what happens when we die. Absorbs and we don't know. Right. It's just so like black holes are just so crazy. And then I watched a documentary saying that apparently Stephen Hawking this whole time was saying that things can come out of the black holes too. And that happened. And like, what is that? You know, it's just so fucking crazy. And that is like the other universes and shit. I don't know if it's like multiverse exists. Like I said, I really don't know because it's like, there's so many things. It's like this life is so distracting from yeah. what we don't know. So that's why we keep letting it distract us. Right. And it's like the black holes are similar because it's like, oh, there's a black hole. What does it lead to? We don't know. Oh, things are coming from it. What? We don't know. Just like whenever we're born. It's just like, oh, what <laughs> yeah. to life? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just what like, the fuck? Something's living now. Yeah. So it's like, that's It just weird. doesn't make any sense. And yeah. like, I don't know. They just try to make it make sense and yeah. so many people are just like okay yeah and sure we, want, we all want to truly understand and like know what it is that's causing yeah. everything yeah but how much of it do we know that's causing everything right not much because none of us know how to truly communicate it perfect yeah like if i could communicate to you perfectly i'm looking at that trash can but you have a different view of where the trash can's at you have a different view of it and also I could somehow be tripping major balls on whatever <laughs> life is to me that that trash can isn't even there for y'all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> life is different for everybody. Some people can't see things. Some people can't hear things. Some people literally don't trip the same way we do, which is, like I said, we're just tripping through life because yeah. life is whatever this is. That's the ultimate distraction to we don't know anymore because it's been that distracting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like in this life, though, you're meant to create something? I feel like I am. (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, you feel like there's people who are meant to teach or, like, create other jobs. You know what I mean? You know, share information, storytelling and shit. It's all, like, all these... it's, like, their side instead of them. (laughs) Because it's really just all these pastimes that have passed down for generations you know of people who just know how to tell stories or to like play music or make songs and all this it's just like you feel like in your past life this is what you were doing and this is what you have to come back and do again just to make it even better you know what i mean yeah it's hmm? go ahead you You go okay (laughs) basically like i said i feel like life is about things creating and things ending. Like, mm-hmm. literally, life is created by what? I don't know. Life ends. Why? I don't know. And <laughs> what I want to communicate is, like, that's what we're all trying to comprehend. Yeah. We're all trying to comprehend that, oh, things are going to end because they started. And we all try to communicate to each other that that's what we're trying to comprehend. But we also try and point out the things that distract us from comprehending that yeah like i said the trash can thing oh now i'm pointing at this glass and it's like you can see the glass you can see the glass can the listeners see the glass 
whenever they listen to this no maybe. so they're experienced <laughs> maybe a different class <laughs> but like we're all experiencing this distraction differently yeah and i'm like i'm trying to figure out what it's distracting us from right and the way i've been doing that is just by living this life and seeing where it takes me and sometimes it's been in a stressed way a depressed way happy way and lately i feel like the reason i'm talking about it so literal and so like physical because that's just what it seems like to me right now is everything just seems so real and like i'm so conscious of like oh this is really happening and it just anxiety (laughs) yeah it kind of like it's a weird type of anxiety because you don't see a lot of other people who are anxious about the same things where they're kind of more like quote-unquote asleep and like yeah, just mellow. not really uh, understanding of the whole like dilemma, you know. Yeah, and people's like old monks and shit say that <laughs> and shit. Just really this one that I don't really remember where I heard this from, but I know it's from like a a yogi monk Hindu dude, you know. Um, but they say it's better to leave people asleep than to wake them up. And it's kind of like a, what do they call it? Like a metaphor type of, like, shit. Yeah, one of those fancy words. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's just so that, you know, you don't wake up a sleeping person because then they're going to, like, freak out and be like, what the fuck is happening, you know? If you wake them up randomly and they're they're not meant to be, like, awake and yet. That, that's what I'm saying is I think that whenever we die, we wake up to something. Yeah. But I don't know what it is and i just want to communicate to people and figure out like hey we can all figure this out together yeah and that's what's going to happen anyway is we're all going to figure this out together whether we're alone after but when you do that you give them like that same anxiety that you have you know what i mean yeah so it's kind of like a yeah you have to give middle ground you know yeah everything's balanced yeah give and take selfishness and selflessness you have to balance it out so it's just like yourself yeah. That's what yourself is, is a perfect balance of knowing how to be a good friend to everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, we got to figure this out, but also it's going to be like pretty fucking crazy because you got to give up like everything. Either give That's up. exactly like how we were supposed to solve global warming. It's just like, okay, we can really fix this, but we're all going to have to like give up everything. Is yeah. that okay? <laughs> no, everyone's like, no, not really. <laughs> because everybody's just like, either too chilled or too stressed because it's like that's what it is is everybody's either too selfish or selfless yeah as it's like no nah, i'm not gonna do this and it's like yeah i'm gonna do this and the minuscule is always the ones that are like yeah i'm gonna do this yeah and that's what's funny is ultimately people think it's the opposite most people think no i'm not but most of the th- time it's like oh then no i'm not people are usually just angry about something so it's like there's always a small amount of people arguing about something and then agreeing on like a big conglomerate of that thing and others that sometimes they ultimately don't agree on one other thing and they get (laughs) mad and that's in religion that's in politics and that's also in just every little thing that you do like you go to work you agree and disagree with like two different people and so it's like yeah you got along with this person you didn't get along with this person Mm. and then you're arguing so like the whole world is arguing because we're all trying to comprehend what life is. Yeah. We're all trying to comprehend what this thing that got in my way is. 
And whenever we understand that they're people, it's like, hey, I'm glad I'm not here alone. But we have to actually understand that as much as I don't like this person, it's still a person that's on this trip with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're, we could all get somewhere better if we just like stuck it through together. Yeah. But I don't think that everybody will agree on that. <laughs> no. Even though that's the ultimate truth is, hey, we're all in this together. I'm glad I'm not alone. And if we all came together, then, you know, life would be great. And somehow it would be better. Stars would align, maybe. I've seen Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it'll be the opposite where it's just like, no, the universe isn't in sync. But, hey, at least where we live is actually healing instead of, you know, dying. Yeah. Yeah, because right now, as you breathe, you do a lot more about healing people and saving people than you can about preventing your own death. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's when the people fucking trip out and just live their whole life scared of death and do weird shit yeah. to, about that, you know? And everybody also wants to live their own life. So it's like, I want to be selfish, but I, I know that's kind of mean of me to do whenever it's mean of me to do. So yeah. I shouldn't do it then, but sometimes people will. And it's like, I think that all of us do that a little too much. And yeah. I know for a fact I do like, shoot, I know that if I decided to like live on the street that like that helped the planet a lot, but ultimately other people won't. So it's like, well, I don't want to. So it's like, yeah, that makes me selfish because I'm like, well, I not do that because not everybody else is. I'm going to yeah. give into the peer pressure yeah, right. of like this big, huge subject. And it's like, yeah. but I wish that I would want to be better. Like, right. I just like, I want to be a better person, but it's like, how do I be a bigger, better person on things that matter? And things that ultimately don't, because like I said, we can't really cause the end of things to stop. Yeah. But it's like, but we can cause it to slow down, which is being nice. Mm. So it's like, how do I balance? Like, do I want to do that for everything? Like even our planet, even our universe. Yeah. Or do I want to just do that for me? It's like, well, I can't just do that for me. That's selfish. Well, how much of the things on this planet and in this universe do I want to do that for? Mm. It's like trying to figure out that, trying to figure out how much I want to be bad and how much I want to be good because all of us are bad and good. There's no bad that are good in like the grand scheme, except for like there's true evil. There's true good. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle is where almost everybody is because nobody's perfect. And everybody's like, Hey, yeah, I'm perfect. It's like liar. And so it's like, <laughs> no, neither one of them are because somebody snitched and somebody also <laughs> lied. So yeah, it's like nobody's perfect because you did something wrong and you did something wrong. Exactly. So what what do you think made you start ever thinking shit like this? I don't know, man. Just life is so weird to me because it's like I take things so literally and sometimes I take things super sillily, but it's like most people do it in the opposite ways. Yeah. Like Whenever I get anxious, most people are, like, depressed. And then it's, like, most people are the opposite whenever I'm the opposite of them. So it's, like, I take this thing so literally that I'm questioning everything while other people are just, like, I don't want to question anything. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be whatever I'm going to be. And then it's, like, and then I'm the opposite and I flip-flop. Like, I don't know how to explain that. It's, like, 
whenever people are like super up there, like where they're questioning everything, I'm the one that's like, I don't want to feel anything. Like, yeah. You're kind of like a kid, whatever you're like, are we there yet? And you start out as a kid and you're like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And then your parents are like, no, no, no. And then like you kind of evolve and then you're like, are we there yet? No. Well, why not? It's like, I don't know. We're just not there yet. It's like, okay. And then you evolve again and you're like, are we there yet? No. Why not? I don't know. Well, you have to know. Someone has to know why we're not there yet, right? And it's kind of like whenever I first started, I was like, are we there yet? Like a lot, like you said, where it's like every five seconds. Then I got to a state where I was like, not asking it much <laughs> where like most people that's when they were asking it like crazy like whenever we were in like our early teens and like probably hitting puberty and going crazy <laughs> i was just sitting there like this is happening while other people are like what is going on are we there yet? what is this and, like freaking out over everything and i'm just sitting there chilling and then like everybody gets older and starts being like, well, I'm going to chill out now. And that's when I started being like, oh, my gosh, what is this? Are we there yet? What's going on? Started yeah. freaking out again. As That's when everybody started chilling. And I'm like, I chilled at some, and then they would not be chill. And I'm like, then I would want to be not chill whenever they would want to chill. And it's like, what is going on in my mind that's, like, wonking me out to where I'm the opposite of everybody whenever I'm doing anything? Yeah. Uh, it's just, like, weird to be feeling th those type of feelings whenever you don't know if anyone else is you know yeah. like i don't know it's strange how i feel because i know that i feel things to the extreme like mm -hmm. i don't know i think it was something that one of my doctors or something said was something to do with having asperger's they said yeah you feel like you're super happy so it's like you just feel like smiling all the time and then they're like then whenever you're sad you just want to cry all the time and it's like most people kind of try and hold things in you really don't no matter what it is and i was like okay what does that mean explain that a little more <laughs> and then they told me well that means that you're just a very blunt person and you have asperger's and that's something that makes it weird and you're also probably a little bipolar on whatever emotions you're feeling can just slam from one to the other like the fastest elevator in the world damn basically i'm just an emotional person <laughs> but i also am sometimes yeah. a very smart person whenever people are not being one and then vice versa but it's like but everybody's smart but everybody's dumb because we're all just not perfect yeah. so it's like i just get the weird groove of like i wish we were all perfect already and would just accept that something's happening next <laughs> or yeah. not whatever let's get to it <laughs> see that's why it's bad i'm like i'm 20 something and i'm talking about death like in emotions right what <laughs> yeah a lot of people our age wouldn't really consider this normal thoughts of you know just thinking on a daily basis or writing in their journal if they even w would do that you know they wouldn't write what you're thinking or s shit like that. You know, they wouldn't think of life this deeply or see it in this perspective. Because it's but, okay, A way because, yeah, a way be in one way because it's yours and then in another just because they're not on that level or plane of, you know, thought at that point in their life. But at one point they will be or 
at one point they were but not anymore yeah and it's weird because it's like okay i write in my journal one thing somebody else that experienced the same thing or a very different thing wrote and there's two so it's like mine is deeper because it's mine but it's like wait no theirs is deeper because it's theirs but it's deeper to them yeah and it's like and i want to see theirs because i like visual stuff movies <laughs> like it always right. comes back to movies it's like god i really wish that i could already show the world how selfish i am how selfless i am how happy i am how like frustrated i am how sad i am and it's like that's how i know that i'm kind of just like trying to rush towards things because it's like i really wish that i could just show that already yeah. i wish that i could already have the ability and the funds and the anything i need to show what i want to show and let people hear what i want them to hear and so it's like oh that's me not being nice that's me being selfish because i'm yeah. trying to force it to be there quicker and it's like but it won't be and i need to accept that because life is moving at the rate it's moving and who knows what rate that is because yeah, right. time isn't even really a real thing probably besides we just <laughs> put a weird frame around numbers and said this is that yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so aside from dazed and confused which we already mentioned what movie do you think it is that makes you really want to try to do something like that oh my goodness so i've seen a lot of movies there's a lot of answers to that I know that I've been very just into all kinds of movies and this guy right now is one of my favorite directors and I like his whole before trilogy a lot and I know that I also just like I don't know why but I really like old Clint Eastwood western movies like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly for a few mm -hmm. dollars more is probably my favorite in those and then I know that one thing that I think is cool is Reservoir Dogs and Hateful Eight by Quentin Tarantino. Those ones. Oh, yeah. Those ones feel like the same movie, but in different settings. In the mm -hmm. way that, like, Reservoir Dogs, they did something bad. Oh, they're having a shootout in a really small location, and they're hurting each other before they kill each other, kind of. Yeah. And then Hateful Eight, it's like, oh, they're in the 1800s or something like that, in a cabin in the woods. And then they're just doing the same thing. They're just going at each other and it's like brutal and just the overtopness, but it's like also just seems more real because he can get actors to act more real. Yeah. But then he can make the silly, crazy things even more like over the top, like kill bill. <laughs> it's just so yeah. funny. And like those crazy fight scenes. And then it's also just like, Oh, why does it seem so deep whenever they're having conversation? If they just haven't be that silly. Yeah. And I know that, uh, when Tarantino, his movies, I like a lot and I also am just thankful to him in like the ways of man not only did his movies like inspire me some in like a weird way it's like I don't know what I want to do with what he did but I do know that I like similar stuff and then he got me into looking at like Jean-Luc Godard movies which is some French director and he has a movie called La Pizza All That that just has one of the saddest abrupt endings I've ever seen mm. and I was like I like that <laughs> And then yeah. just look off from there. It's like, oh, Stanley Kubrick. Oh, this other director. And it's just like, oh, thank you, Quentin Tarantino, for making for my bubbles more than just like this small bubble of action movies to where it's like, oh, your action movie made me look into who you are and then just look at more movies that are made by like hundreds, thousands of different people. 
David yeah. Lynch is scary, and I want to show his movies to the world someday because David Lynch scares me. Because <laughs> his movies are just so unexplainable, and right. it's difficult to understand why that's frightening to me because I want to explain things. Right. And yeah, just a lot of directors I could keep talking about, but I don't yeah. think I should. <laughs> That's like what you're saying is that a movie is that trash can over there. Like I could look at that trash can, but you're going to see it a different way. Mason's going to see it a different way. Yeah. (laughs) That is a movie. And that's the cool thing about showing movies to people is you, you either like it for the same reasons or they don't like it or they like it for different reasons. And, but like a lot of people can like it or dislike it. And that's what makes it so great. And that's the thing. I get so deep on it for no reason because my deepness level is just so (laughs) stupid. I don't know if anybody will even understand this or anything I ever say, but it's like, to me, that's a piece of trash basically over there. That's a trash can. And it's like, I just look at everything in the way, how could I make somebody feel something that's similar to what I feel whenever I see whatever this is. So it's like, okay, I don't know what you guys think is the dirtiest thing on the planet, but I literally think it of is like, oh, the trash can's gross. I put my hand in there and it's slimy after. Like, that's disgusting to me because I have sensory issues and I do not like feeling gross stuff in my hand. It makes <laughs> me shake. And it's like, how could I get somebody to feel that same emotion? I don't know what somebody else thinks is the grossest thing in the world, but I know somebody that does not like dogs. She was so disgusted by a dog that whenever it licked her, she grabbed it in the face really terrifyingly. And I was like, that's how I felt when I got trash on my hand is that. And I'm like, I hate the fact that like her feeling was that she hated it so much that she grabbed it like how I grabbed the trash thing and shook. But like she saw that dog as trash. Yeah. So it's like, and I also know that she was listening to like Katy Perry song whenever she was doing that. And that song is probably ruined for her because if I had listened to one of my favorite songs while touching the trash, then that would have made me feel the way that I felt. So it's like, she probably would not want to listen to that song anymore because she had the grossest experience ever. And it's like, what I could do is I could go and show her that again through her eyes where she does that. And if I just showed her that, it'd probably give her whiplash and just freak her out. So it's like, I could get somebody to feel something by showing them what they need to see to feel that feeling that I felt whenever I had... the same experience but it not right like that's funny i don't know everybody just seeing how they observe life and i'm trying to focus on that a lot which i will admit is a really nosy thing because it's like man i want to see how they're feeling about something because i want to see how i would feel if i had something similar happen right and but then, it's also an easy thing to do whenever you start thinking about it a lot yeah or like understanding it more understanding people yeah like think about how innocently you look at anybody in walmart now yeah you know what i mean you don't see them as some malicious type person that always has to be against you right and that's how a lot of people look at people in the world (laughs) is just like oh don't like whenever you're a kid they're like oh don't get by those people they're strangers you don't know you don't know what they want and then now you're kind of like well, yeah, it's a stranger, but I know that they kind of just want to be good, too. So how bad could they really be? Unless they are, like, bad, and then, you know, that's whenever Ted Bundy's happened. But <laughs> And that's what I said. Basically, I'm trying to say is, like, 
I'm very trusting and I don't know how to tell if I'm being manipulated. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, which is bad. <laughs> yeah. Like at one point I remember being in Dallas parked on the other side of an alleyway from the place I had to go walking down the alley. And I just hear people yelling and screaming at each other. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, Hey, can y'all just be quiet? That would be much nicer to everybody here. And I'm just like, Oh, at any point that person could have had malice towards me after. But right. I just choose not to think that anybody would have some sort of intention that's bad. It's like I always assume the best in everybody. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> to the point where it's like, oh, I might get killed one day and maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But whatever happens, happens because it's just I'm accepting too. <laughs> yeah, it's just like whenever this is one of the memories that has burned with me forever is that I was out eating dinner with a church group of like church going people. And trying to give, like, whatever spare change I had to a homeless guy or just, like, somebody asking for change, you know? And them saying, oh, no, don't do that. Like, you don't know what they need that money for. They probably don't really need your money or whatever. And it's just like that. Like, yeah, you want to give the dollar to the homeless person, but is he going to go buy crack? I don't know. Like, but does it matter? No, but kind of, you know, yeah, like, so that's like, what I'm saying. It's like, we're all going to die. And do we want to help speed each other towards it or slow <laughs> each other down? Because it's like, yeah. if he's just going to buy something to like speed his time along, like good for him, but also not because yes. like, are we supposed to slow each other down or are we supposed to speed each other yeah. up? Like, I don't know. And I don't want to be mean about it, but I don't know yet. Yeah. Like if he's just living on the streets, it's probably just going to be a slow, slow death. Yeah. You know? Like. That's and he's like, okay, well, maybe he does crack and, you know, something goes wrong. You're like, God forbid, or whatever. <laughs> like, this is a morbid thought. Anyways. But, oh, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. a morbid person right now. I hate <laughs> it because I'm just like, why am I so sad? Why am I so just yeah. literal when everybody else is just joking right now? Yeah. Or, it, I mean, honestly, if the homeless person is at a state where they're asking for money just to get crack or alcohol or whatever it is that could be killing them. They've kind of already agreed to, like, die in a certain way. You yeah, know what and I mean? that's what I think, too, is, like, the thing about showing people movies. It's like, okay, what makes this person feel the best that's, like, probably rich enough to just afford to be safe and do what they want, but mm. also have, like, that responsibility still? Yeah. So it's like, okay, what makes you happiest? Is it you going out and drinking with friends in a bar? Or is it like you just singing church songs and having your hands raised in the air as high as you can? Like, what makes you feel the best? Yeah. And it's just like, well, okay, that makes you feel the best. While this person that's homeless on the street, like, as bad as it seems to you that it is for them, to them it seems good. Right, so yeah. to them it helps them get nearer to whatever they want to get near. Right. So they're just trying to get to that thing that makes them feel good, which do you have to be nice to them and pay them your money? You don't know. Yeah. You don't know if they're going to go do something that's good for them for them or if it's good for them in a bad way in, like, the way that they feel that, but it's ultimately destroying them, which that's what a lot of, like, whatever they're doing is. But, like, we don't know if we're supposed to be speeding each other along or slowing each other down. Yeah. But ultimately, I think that we probably should be trying to help slow each other down, but not, yeah. like, attacking each other about it. Mm. Like... I don't know why, but I feel like we all just want to distract each other long enough that we get as many days as we want together together. But yeah. we also can't be selfish and, like, not accept that, like, one day that day will come. Yeah, that's weird. It's because, like, no matter how much 
you want to live, that means you want to live with every single person on the earth right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just like accepting of that. Like, yeah, I want, if you truly want to live, you're, that means you're accepting every single person on earth as they are right now. Yeah. Or you would say, I don't want to live anymore. That one person fucking loves Trump too much. Like, fuck him. <laughs> Which is terrifying. Like, right. ultimately what this world should be is it's just like, we should accept each other and accept that we're all in this moment and it's all a different moment for all of us. Mm-hmm. And, but we all want to be here. Yeah, but like, we all want to vibe with each other at least a small part of yeah, each other. Yeah, like, can we it's all like just we're all human? Be here? Oh, man, it's fucking weird. And people just continue getting weirder and weirder. Because they keep getting smarter in their own way. And they keep getting dumber way, in their yeah. own way. Because it's like we figure out something new every day. Doesn't make us where we're better at something, doesn't make it where we're worse at something. We're all figuring out something because we're yeah. all figuring out, oh, I'm going that way. Oh, am I going that way? It's like, whatever way we go, we go. Yeah. So what is your advice to a person right now to like better their lives? What do you, what, what could you summarize that into? To better yourself, just focus on being the you you want to be. And make sure that the you you want to be is really the better version of you. And also just focus on truly loving you and the better version of you that you keep striving to be. You can't just focus on it. You have to put in some action. And just like love yourself at the same time as you do something scary. Because we don't know what is the better version sometimes. And we think that we know and we don't so we have to give ourselves a hug because it's like okay I'm glad I'm not alone because I have me but also you have many people that do care and if you need to reach out to them just know that they would love to hear from you and they love to help you and if you don't want that right now it's okay just whenever you do want it just know that they're there and basically just keep giving yourself that hug because you're your own best friend no matter what because you only got you forever you have lots of other people that'll stay from a certain point and never leave. But from the beginning till the end, you got you. You got people that will always be there once they are there. So grab onto them tight too. But don't grab too tight because sometimes they need to have time for them to hug themselves too. If that makes any sense. <laughs> Just like love yourself a lot. Be nice to yourself a lot. But also be nice to others. And be nice to letting them be nice to themselves like don't be mad whenever they need to be nice to themselves yeah that makes perfect sense to me tyler <laughs> that you're just so great at summarizing all of that <laughs> and being able to actually put it into words and a lot of people can't do that and that's what makes you great that's what makes me literally write because i want to be able to write to everybody i want to give everybody a message it's like hey you're loved yeah so from the struggles you've seen, what what would you rec what would you tell the people that may be struggling too that can't give themselves that hug right now? And make sure that you get it from somebody that you know actually means it whenever they say they care. But don't let it be somebody that's trying to hurt you. 
and just try and love somebody else and then try and make sure that somebody else is nice and would actually mean the niceness not be mean and fake the niceness so basically love yourself the best you can even if you can't give yourself that hug maybe just give yourself a pat on the head <laughs> maybe just smile one more smile a day on top of the other so it's like the first day like one second day like two and then third day smile three or four times and just try and be nice to yourself in little tinier ways than that like tie your own shoe whenever you feel like it's a time to tie your own shoe just do something for yourself but also know that there's others that love you and reach out to them and let them love you but don't let it be somebody that's gonna hurt you that's said that they love you make sure they actually love you and do something that makes you feel good yeah even if it's something insanely small like listening to a 30 second clip on youtube or snorting coke off of donald (laughs) trump magazine that one or just any (laughs) magazine or yeah or cat's asshole (laughs) just anything but snorting pcp but make sure it doesn't actually hurt you (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't do anything that'll hurt you don't do either of those because they could hurt you yeah but everyone deserves to do something that makes them happy yeah and I think that's kind of what you're saying relates to you know be happy but don't be selfish and don't let people take advantage of you and what do you want people to think about you I want them to think that I'm trying my best to love everybody as I am on this trip with all of y'all and I really hope that I can communicate that properly to all of you in some way someday even if it's not right now I love you basically (laughs) what I'm trying to say to everybody is just I love you and I don't know why I love some of you but I do I love everybody or want to (laughs) and who are you I am Tyler, but not the creator because my name is Tyler Cobb. <laughs> Tyler Cobb. Give yourself a better name for the last of this podcast. How about <laughs> we just go with Ty? That's short. <laughs> no, you got to recreate your name right now. Give yourself a cool swank fantasy story name. Ooh, one of my weird characters in one of those tabletop games I play is named Truman Goggins, and he has two different colored eyes. So, <laughs> Truman I'm Goggins Truman because I'm in the Truman Show. Oh no! <laughs> oh man, you just started a whole another podcast. We gotta go for another hour. <laughs> we could, <laughs> but I don't know how long we've been going for. An hour. Wow. Yep. So, what's next? <laughs> I don't know what is next. I want to ask you something. Oh, you asked me and something. I actually want to ask both of you if okay. you want to move towards the mic at any point. Yeah. But I want to ask you first, name top three of your favorite movies and talk about each one a little bit why. Okay. Top three. I'll go with my most recent discovery, Midsummer. That was a really good movie for me because it was my first different type of horror that I finally understood that was like supposed to be a different type of horror. It's kind of like made 
like The Shining where it's more yeah. of like normal people going through normal things making them equally as scary as like paranormal things or whatever. And so seeing it like that and then th- that movie making me understand that was pretty awesome. Um, I'll go with a classic that would probably be on a lot of other people's list, but uh, The Empire Strikes Back. I like that Which one. is like just such a great, it's like literally like the Spider-Man 2 of the trilogy, it's you know? It's one and a two. Yeah. And it's just like the character development in that story is core storytelling truth, you know? It's literally a hero's journey and all that. It's just like played out perfectly with such a weird cast of or like just such a weird story that doesn't seem like it would make sense, but the way it's told just correctly makes it make sense. Where it's like, okay, yeah, this dude can learn Jedi moves from a green midget in the jungle. Okay, I don't know, but it makes sense because it's told right. Yep. <laughs> so, and then third, uh, I would have to go with 2001 A Space Odyssey. That's a really cool one. I don't know why. That's just a cool one because, first off, if I saw it when it first came out in theaters, I would be like, what the fuck is going on? And then it's just like an overall person struggle to accomplish something that they want to. They're like set on accomplishing to their heart, to their core. They That's all they want to do is accomplish this one thing. And it's just like. No, I'm going to do everything making sure you can't accomplish that. <laughs> Can I actually say something about that one, though? Just Go because for I it. love that one, and that's one of the ones that's kind of a more literal one, I guess. Yeah. is That one's called a hard sci-fi, so it's kind of more like literal sci-fi, like closer to what we think it would, could actually be. And one thing I like about that is like Stanley Kubrick just basically sums up a lot what I think about this world of like, start of the movie it's the whole thing with the monkeys what are they doing they're frightened they're all feeling the same yeah okay then a little bit later they're all feeling angry at the same time and frightened at the same time they're all feeling that emotion and then a little bit later one of them is just like hey that weird thing that we saw made it where i know how to do something now i learned something because of something and i think that we're all learning something and we all really want to learn the thing that we want to learn so we can keep on doing whatever it is we're doing, keep on living. Yeah. So it's like that movie is just like, hey, this guy didn't really want to live. And then he found out how to use a bone to get meat. That mm-hmm. wanted, made him want to keep living. That made him want to go get that water. That made him to keep wanting to be in whatever we're in. And that's like the dawn of humans. Is yeah. They became human whenever they decided... I feel something and I want to do something. Yeah. And it's like, when was that? Whenever that happened a long time ago. And we've been doing that ever since and conflicting with each other's enjoyment of it ever since. Yeah. We all just want to like be nice somehow, but we want to be nice to ourselves. So it's like whenever we all decided we feel something and we want to do something about it is the moment that we became conscious. Maybe Yeah. we became selfish. We became something other than just, we want to just exist. Mm-hmm. We wanted to open our eyes, maybe, yeah. or was it we wanted to close them and have a dream where we're in control of everything? Yeah, it's like 
okay, I want to do something because I've been sleeping too long or awake too long. Are we in a dream or are we awake? I don't know. Yeah. Are we neither? And <laughs> right. Knows? Yeah. Okay, so Mason, maybe I took some of your Mason's picks, turn. but hopefully you come up with a little bit of originals. So, one of mine would probably be Fight Club. I like that one. Just kind of like what you said about um, 2001. Like, he's like, I mean, I like it because he's like trying to, I guess you could say, fight for what he thinks is a greater good. But he also doesn't even realize that it is him, like, until the end. But, let's see, how, do I, how could I put that? I don't know, I just like it. He's, I mean, he's because I'm not, he just I'm not so good. Angry he does seem at very himself, but he, he doesn't know it's himself. Yeah, exactly. I'm not good at explaining things like you, Tyler. But yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, he's so angry at himself. Doesn't know that it's himself, but his self that he's angry at wants to do something that, in a way, is a greater good for everybody that he believes. Yeah, like, it's his perspective on, like, what's the greater good. So it's like, is it really the greater good? And it's like, we don't know because we're all so confused about just living. Exactly. <laughs> we all just want to live because that's what the movie is. Is like, he wanted to live. He wanted other people to live. But is that right? Is that wrong? Depends on if everybody would enjoy it or yeah. not. <laughs> I mean, everybody that was with him enjoyed that way of living, so... And then, but uh, it also showed some that weren't like the politician. Oh, yeah, dude. The, well, yeah, the so politician. Like, <laughs> mm. Yeah, then, well, he also wanted to take down like the, those kind of bigger people. Yeah. So I could understand why he didn't enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> and then another one, one I just recently watched for the first time was Shutter Island. Oh man, I really enjoyed that one because, like, honestly, I feel like I should have really realized what the ending was gonna be, but I was just so interested in it that like. I didn't even think about it until like it actually happened. They started talking about it, and then the end. The end is what really gets me. Like, I saw it as, like. So he goes back into his loop of like insanity, and his psychiatrist or whatever is talking to him in the way that's kind of helpful for him, but he uh. Like, when he gets up to walk away, to basically be lobotomized, to be put in a state of emotionlessness to where they can just do whatever they want with him. Like, he gets up. He's, I can't remember what he says to him. But he basically is saying, like, I'm fine now, basically. But he's like, I understand the trauma that I've been through. And he's like, I, don't, I just basically don't want to live with it anymore. He said, I want to be numb. That's kind of how I took the ending, in a way. Yeah, he's just, like, it's kind of like how in Fight Club, it's like, he knows that he's living, and he's kind of comfortable in the fact that, oh, something just bad happened, and mm -hmm. I'm okay with being in the bad till whatever happens, happens. Exactly. And let's see, one more. Hmm. Any of them. He said, mm -hmm. even if it's the same, he doesn't care, but try and think of originals. I don't care if you think of an original. If you want to steal one of his, you can, or one of mine. One of the ones I would steal would probably be Midsummer. Midsummer was like... I've seen horror movies, I guess you could say, like that. Because I, I, I don't even really call that. I guess you could call it a horror movie. I call it more of like... 
I don't psychedelic isn't the word. I mean, that's a good word to explain it, but <laughs> there's another word like it's more of like it kind of fucks with your head and mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. That was honestly one of the like those kind of movies that especially watching it the second time, I felt like I actually understood like those kind of movies I don't really understand. Yeah, the second time. Huh? Were you on drugs the second time? Yeah, I was. I was on acid <laughs> the, the second show. time. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> I was tripping balls. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I felt like I actually understood the message and, like, what the characters were going through. Like, each individual character. Like? I felt like, oh, man, it's a lot of emotions going through that movie. But I just feel like it's... It's in showing how like how for her it's she's kind of like trapped in her emotions in a way or like trapped in her trauma and she feels like she has nobody and like that even the people that are around her they're not even like like they're for her but in reality they're not really for her they don't want her there they they don't even really feel like she's kind of like a family in a way and then at the end, you know, they kill all her, all her quotation friends, and like, and now she feels like she has a family. I mean, even though if it's not like fucking like mentally sane family, like that's somebody that's actually gonna love her for who she is, or or like even for who she is, or basically for who she is. I mean, that's. That's kind of one way for her perspective, and then you have her boyfriend, like, he's just a fucking asshole, like. So can I try and explain it my way, just because yeah. that's a really cool movie to talk about? So my way of seeing it is, my perspective on everything I told you is kind of like, I guess, simple, but I don't know if it's like actually simple or if it's very complex, but I see it as like, the girl goes up there and she's kind of just vibing but mm -hmm. at the same time she's also kind of being terrorized by herself but she wants to vibe but then she finds out that oh my friends hate me and don't want to vibe with me mm -hmm. and then you know you said they kind of just die yeah. <laughs> in a very crazy way yeah. and she's like well our vibes just didn't get along anyway Exactly. and these people's vibes match with mine and so it's like simply the way that i see everything in life right now is she wanted to feel good with her friends they did not make her feel good they died she didn't care she wanted to feel good again she immediately went to this flock of terrifying people yeah. because they helped make her feel good again and it's like and sometimes that can be bad like because you know that's a yeah. crazy crazy cult sometimes we get caught up in like a group of people that aren't trying to make us feel better and then we also get caught up in life in a way that's like I don't know if this is making me feel good, but it, I'm living. Yeah. But ultimately, it's like, no, we should always want to feel good. We should always want to, like, live. We should always want to be comfortable. And it's like, but we should always try and do that in, like, the healthy way and the nice way and, like, not be mean to others because we don't have it that way yet or they don't. We should always try and be considerate of, like, I'm not feeling good right now, but I want to because that's the same thing the other person wants to do is I don't feel good right now. I don't want to. So it's like everybody wants to feel good, but we also should not like be 
pushy whenever they're doing something that's conflicting with us or just definitely hurting themselves we should try and be like helpful and reach and like always just reach at the same time we're always reaching obviously Mm -hmm. and in that movie it shows it very clearly of like oh she didn't feel good friends died she didn't care she went to the wrong people (laughs) like for sure she did go to the wrong people but they did make her feel good which is nice but they're not the right people so Mm -hmm. it's like that's bad yeah there was one i was gonna say that was original per se teenage Mutant turtles just the first two no just the first two why not the michael bay ones (laughs) (laughs) i forgot those existed at some points and whenever i forgot they existed it was right before i saw another movie that i forgot exist suicide squad (laughs) Mm -hmm. i haven't seen the new one but man whenever suicide squad came out i went and saw it like ooh, joker and batman being in like cameos in this movie that's about criminals that are pretty cool this is gonna be cool and then just I, I don't remember it I remember that Joker had a purple car and had like the smile on his hand it's like mm-hmm. Jared Leto's a weird actor I like him in some stuff I don't care for him in others and then it's like I liked him as Joker in the new version of Justice League Zack Snyder's Justice League yeah. versus like Justice League which people call Justice League like Justice League. I really liked him in that but I hated him in Suicide Squad but it's like but he was basically the same he was just acting weird <laughs> like I don't know. Just at the moment, it conflicted with my enjoyment of comfortability in life in a way that made me feel negative. So I was like, yeah. nah, I like you now. And <laughs> then later, I like you now. Because <laughs> now I enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I was going to say, Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh. But honestly, I enjoyed it more on LSD. Not just because it's a cartoon and it's colorful oh, or whatever. Sure. I mean, that was a plus, obviously. Yeah. But... It was just an emotional ride on LSD because, like, LSD, you know, like, everything's enhanced. So my emotions felt super enhanced. And, like, that movie made me cry twice. Yeah. That movie, whenever I went to see it in theaters, I remember that I was, like, tearing up and doing that thing where you're like, oh, I'm Mm -hmm. looking up. I don't want the tear to come out. And I was, like, at the very end of the movie, one of my favorite things is whenever they're all, like, leaving to their own, like, universe, you know? Whenever they're leaving... The pig is like, that's all folks. And it's like, oh, is he legally allowed to say it? It's like, yeah. are we? Oop. Who knows? <laughs> this is funny because the other day I came home and Mason is just randomly watching Endgame. <laughs> and then like I end up, Mason ends up leaving before the end. And yeah. I get to watch the end. <laughs> the and end I'm just texting game. my girlfriend like, uh, I'm going to cry. I'm a rat. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, I'm. I just let it out. I was yeah. just like, fuck it. I'm going to cry. Like, I already know I'm going to tear up. I'm not even going to hold back. Mason yeah. left. Just I was like, I'm going to feel this to the full fullest of it. I was happy I didn't have to watch that again. <laughs> Dude, I will say that, okay, as sad as Endgame was, Infinity War still had the biggest shock moment to me. Because oh, yeah. it's like, I like all kinds of movies. I like these super overly serious movies. I like foreign movies. I like these really deep movies that most people are like, that's stupid and then like i like art films that are just i i saw a movie okay this is gonna get a little graphic maybe (laughs) but like i went to a museum a few years ago and i was like 90 percent asleep while they played this like 27 minute orgy film that's called the painting or something i don't even know what it was called anymore but it's basically like just polka dotting everybody as they're just having an orgy and i'm like okay 
that made me cry as I'm like falling asleep watching that. <laughs> and then I felt the same amount of I don't understand what's going on and I'm fearful as I did in that movie as I did whenever Thanos comes up and stabs Iron Man oh in my God, Infinity yeah. War. Whenever I saw that and he's like, Ugh, and blood comes out of Robert Downey Jr.'s mouth, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, stop. And then I, I kind of hate it because I really wish he would have died then because it would have wrecked me even more. Oh, yeah. But, of course, Doctor Strange has to step in and be like, hey, give him plot armor for one more movie. Like, yeah. he, he deserves that plot armor. Yeah. He has to be in the plot. Yeah, if he definitely died in Infinity War, I would definitely want to start bawling like a little bitch in the movies. <laughs> I know. I, I would have right there because whenever he stabbed him, it had my heart, like, rip. Like, I was like, uh -huh. oh. <laughs> Just terrifying. Yeah. I had to hold my tears back in Endgame, though. And we watched it twice in one day. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, whenever it came out? Yeah, the day it came out. No, not the day it came out. It may have been that weekend. Yeah. But we watched it twice in one day, and we had to go through that emotional drama twice. Okay. So within 24 hours' time, I had saw it three times oh, from the day man. it came out. day it came out was, like, technically a Thursday or something, like the day midnight premiere thing, yeah. but at, like, 9 p.m. But I went to see it with my brother, and... I just broke. I was like, oh, no. And then I just see Captain America old. I'm like, you should have died too. Yeah. But like, it's cool that you're old, I guess. And then later on in the day, I go with my dad and my brother again and a few other people. And whenever I saw it again, it's the same thing. Like, oh. And then right after I get home, I get a call from my old friend Tanner Mace, which mm -hmm. I've known for a long time, and he's like, hey, I'm about to go see Endgame. Have you seen it yet? I mean, yet? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you want to go again? And I was like, I don't have money. He's like, I'll pay for the ticket. I'm like, why not go and cry my eyes out again right? after like a really nostalgic experience? <laughs> that one is definitely just nostalgia so yeah. much, but also just like give them all like happiness whenever they're gone. Like Iron Man got to meet his dad and have an actual like real conversation with him that he never got because yeah. his dad was just so much smarter than him when he was young. And he's like, dad, I'm super smart and I'm trying to learn. He's like, shut up. I'm already smarter and don't care to learn about you. But then later he's like, I got to have that nice talk with my dad. I'm okay dying now. It's yeah. like, that's so sad, but it's so real because he just felt good and he sacrificed himself because he was like, I feel good, and I know that's right, but at the same time, I am terrified for everything oh, right yeah. now. I can't imagine, like, those superhero movies are just so over-the-top, crazy, funny, and so cool, too, because it's like, man, the fate of, like, everything that exists is at your fingertips, oh, at his fingertips, and you have to get that away from yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Just love those movies and oh, i yeah. talk deep about everything i don't know <laughs> simply like just iron man's cool and like definitely was the coolest person on the planet when he sacrificed himself and like even if people don't want to fully agree with that they have to admit like that was a pretty baller move to like sacrifice his <laughs> life for the entire whatever exists mm -hmm. very tony stark yeah that's very tony stark mm -hmm. all right what were you saying, say? Oh, I thought you were about to ask something or say something. No, you say it. Okay. I know that this is going to sound weird, but I don't care for the newest Star Wars movies, like the newest trilogy. Yeah. But I do think Rey is a really good character overall because it's like, okay, yeah, she can learn anything super quick, 
like the opposite of like everybody else like oh this thing's heavy lift it right now like she's just that character that's basically doing the same story as in like the original trilogy it's a she gets to do it at a fast pace because that's what keeps people more interested now and then she has the same story so much they kind of intertwine anakin's and be like hey bring palpatine back and it's like why just do it so she can have the same exact story and i don't know i think she's a pretty cool character because she's just doing what luke did she's just trying to learn instead of like luke that just learned it slow as can be she just is like no i can do this fast (laughs) like her character is just the same character to me where she's just learning and she's getting comfortable quicker than luke did i didn't look at it that way yeah and it's like her character is cool the story is just bad like they made her a cool character in a really bad trilogy that was kind of going to be focused on her and finn you could tell and then they just they did not know how to continue that they just like episode seven was good they had set a really cool character in stone and then another cool character in stone like hey let's not focus on anything that we just did in that movie and change it (laughs) and then by the time that we make the third one in our trilogy it's just you know butchered and just seems like it's cut to shreds (laughs) all right tyler cobb for anyone listening and for mason leaving sign off and tell everyone how you're feeling um, what you want to tell them <laughs> want to tell everybody that I love them I really want to show you how I feel whenever I say that every time I feel that so I want to make a movie and someday whenever I make that movie I hope that y'all will feel the way that I feel or feel the way that you want to feel whenever you see it and love you all and I love both of my friends that are here with me and just know that I just want to show everybody how much I love them someday. <laughs> cool. Six seasons in a movie. Woo! Hashtag in a movie. Hashtag in a movie. Cool, 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 cool. In a movie. <laughs>